Sometimes when you want to move forward in life, you have to look back at the same time, kind of like backward forward thinking. Looking back to look forward, looking to your past to look to your future, like a quarterly review. So I'm going to look at like three main questions, my top three wins of the past three months, my top three challenges of the past three months, and three aspirations that I want to take into the next three months. I got inspired to do this by a guy called Ali Abdul, who I follow on his newsletter, and now I've brought his ideas to my newsletter for this week anyway, and I'm going to talk about these things in detail on there too. So if you have the opportunity and you have the time, I'd really appreciate it if you went and go and subscribe to that. Let's crack on. I want to talk about my top three wins of the past three months. This is something that, you know, is a nice thing to think about, actually, because, you know, it's important to praise yourself. It's important to acknowledge what you're doing really well at in life. And I was really kind of like proud to actually think about some of the things I've done well at over the past, you know, short period of time, really. The top win I had in the past three months was actually going for it, going for it in terms of podcasting. You know, when I started podcasting and started making content, it was a gamble in many ways, like you know, you have this idea, you have this thing you want to do. But so many times in life beforehand, I had kind of started something and never really been able to find consistency in it, never been able to apply a level of discipline to make it happen. And some people might be surprised because they think, oh, well, it's just passion that gets you over the line if you're passionate about something. But that's not true. I enjoy podcasting, but there's still days where I don't feel like it and I go and do it anyway. Because the important thing about this is, is consistency. You know, it's about doing it every week, at least once a week. And if you start to think, oh, well, I don't feel like doing it today. I don't feel like doing it tomorrow. You know, like you end up doing it on a Saturday night when it should be coming out on a Sunday, you know. And for a while, that's where I was at. I was making one a week and I was procrastinating because I got a little bit self-conscious about the idea of how good am I at this? Am I good enough? Is this something that people should listen to? A little bit of imposter syndrome sat in, not a lot, but a little bit. And what I realized was it doesn't matter. I enjoy it. I want to have fun. It's something that I want to do. It's something that fundamentally I want to do. And I thought the only way I'm ever going to improve it is if I go for it, if I just really work hard. And I have been working really hard with podcasting. You know, this year I've made over 40 podcasts over my two podcasts. And I believe I will, I have do have the aim over all the podcasts that I've been making because I don't just have this podcast. I have another podcast and I'm going to be starting another one with some friends that I'd like to reach over 100 podcasts this year. I have that aim and I believe I'm going to achieve it. And when I think about that, I think, right, well, what am I going to do whilst I do that? And it's improve. I want to keep on improving. And because I've been going for it, I believe that will bring those results. And I'm really proud of that because if nothing else, I'm trying, I'm working hard and I'm giving it my 100% and I'm trying to put it out there that I am giving 100%. And by doing that, I'm not hiding. I'm not hiding from anything. I'm, I'm being honest. I am trying my best at this and I'm working hard. And working hard is something to be proud of. So that's my first win. My second win over the past three months is definitely teaching. And when I say teaching, I mean more specifically, just I've found a lot of improvement in the way I've been teaching recently. Um, I've been more conscious about certain aspects of how I teach and I've been more proactive in making specific plans for specific classes, planning more for my students and how I've been doing that is creating a, every time I have a new class I have a class action plan and basically all that means is every class I well when I finish that first class I have with them and the second if I need to or any time really but it's normally the first class I have with them because I'll teach them 12 times is I will sit down and I'll think right what what does this class need are they good listeners already or are they bad listeners if a bad listeners what am I going to do about that 
do they have some conversational challenges or they, do they struggle to hold conversation or do they find holding conversation really easy um are they is their is their pronunciation good or bad you know all these different things and i can start to make a plan around it how's the classroom size how how many students are in the class all these things taken into account so i can start to make plans for how i'm going to conduct future classes with that class instead of just making general lesson plans and i don't always do that i've always known it's important to make lesson plans for your students specifically but this has really been a habit that's made a huge difference to improving my classes with students I'd really recommend giving it a go, actually. If you've not tried it before, I found it really useful. It may not work for everybody, but for me, just having that plan, thinking after my first class, right, sitting down and thinking for just 10 minutes, like I'm writing it down and having it there for next week, like, right, what was this class like? What was its strengths? What was its weaknesses? And then how am I going to create the best possible situation in that class? Even if it's an already good class, you can still always make it better. I think that's really helpful. and I've got a lot from that. The final winner, and this is something that's maybe not quite as big, but actually in many ways it's huge and it's been my fitness. I've been getting slowly but surely fitter and fitter. And it's not been this race. I've really started to try and understand the fact that this is a lifestyle change. So I'm not always uh, running crazy amounts. I'm not trying to reach some weight loss goal by tomorrow. I'm trying to just improve my physical abilities by slowly but surely exercising and being active and doing things and that's been swimming that's been running that's been playing football and all those things it's not been some crazy thing where I go on like a two-hour run three times a week or something like that I used to do that I used to when I used to start exercising I would exercise a lot but like to a point where like if I then didn't achieve my goals one day I just wouldn't do it or if I couldn't do it that day I wouldn't do it I mean and if I went for my goals exercise and failed I would consider myself a failure and what I realized was I need to change the way I think about exercise and start thinking of it as if I go and exercise that's a win if I use my body in a in a way that's like pushing it and making my heart rate rise that's a win and by doing that I've slowly improved my fitness and I've been slowly getting better and better results and I believe by doing that, keeping that mentality in the long term, I'm really going to benefit from that because I'm already feeling the benefits. There is a temptation to just stop this podcast here, you know, and just say, okay, so anyway, I'm a winner. You know what I mean? Because I am a winner. You know, I'm number one. I'm a G. I'm a legend. I never lose. There's nothing that's ever something I can improve on. I'm 100%, right? <laughs> but actually, of course, there's ways I can improve. So I'm going to reluctantly... Uh, put my ego to one side now and uh, break down some of the challenges over the past three months. The first challenge is actually like in contrast to the the biggest win I had, which was my health. I mean, my health is the first big challenge I've had in the past three months. And I'm not going to go into exact details about exactly what went wrong, but let's just say I had to go to hospital and have some checks and then I had to take some medication. And this was why my podcast stopped for a while. Uh, and I've had a conversation myself because it's also about mental health, I think, as well. Like, how do I react when I have a problem? Because I don't want to drop my podcast every time I have any problems in my life. Because I never had a health problem where I was, like, in a hospital overnight. I just had health problems that were weighing down on me physically and then starting to weigh down on me mentally. And obviously the result was that I should have gone to the hospital a lot sooner, but I didn't. I procrastinated on that issue rather than 
going after the discomfort that would have been going to the hospital quicker, finding the result quicker and being able to move on as a result and have a better outcome. But either way, you know, I have, it was a big challenge. It still is a challenge actually, but it has been improving slowly over time. It matters a lot about what I eat, how I treat myself. I think that's a thing I'm learning more and more like. But yeah, understanding this health condition I have for the time being and working in a way where I'm going to help improve my condition over time has been really important. It is something that's getting better and better, like I said, but it's also shine, shown a light on me on how, yes, okay, I had this challenge and it was really difficult with my health uh, and it taught me an important lesson, which is I need to like watch myself more. I need to think about my health more and I need to not take it for granted. You know, I've only ever been young. I've only known what it's like to be young and just taking your health for granted while you're young is mostly fine and it's, I think at some point in your life, it's important to just take it for granted. But understanding that health is never guaranteed and there are ways in your life to like make sure that you live a better life and stack the cards in your favor, I now understand that more and I'm going to apply myself to make that happen. The second challenge is something that's really kind of hit me recently, which is about thinking long term. And in many ways... I've always thought long-term and in many ways I've thought short-term and the short-term thinking I had was where am I going to live next year? I'm going to keep, my long-term plan was just keep on living in foreign countries, explore the world. That's been my long-term plan. Short-term plan, change country every year and experience as much as possible. And I still have ambitions to live in other countries, potentially, you know, you never know in life what's going to happen, but I don't plan to move back to the UK anytime soon. However, what I realized recently was if I keep moving countries, there are downsides to that. And it made me wonder, is there a way for me to think more long-term, possibly by staying in one country, but then still being able to explore the world? And it doesn't mean staying in one country forever per se. However, I have decided to stay in Vietnam longer because if you keep moving country, it costs a lot of money and you can save a lot while you live abroad. But to put it bluntly, like, you spend a lot too if you keep changing where you live. So I'm planning to stay here a bit longer because it gives me the opportunity to kind of like have money essentially, <laughs> which I think like, you know, it's not something that this podcast is really about for me. Like I don't, it's not about what my life is about. However, it's a reality we all face, you know, that finances do matter and they are what allow us a lot of the time to live the life that we want to live. And for me, that is exploring the world, seeing new places, pushing myself outside my comfort zone. And for now, I think Vietnam offers me that. And when I realized that, I realized that Vietnam offers a lot of my long-term goals and a lot of my short-term goals as well. It also is a great place for me to do this podcast because I have a good work-life balance here. So yeah, this is where I'm at and I want to continue to use Vietnam to pursue other long-term goals. I think that's the key here. Like Travel, exploring the world is still a long-term goal for me. There are other long-term goals, goals as well, like this podcast, money, friendships, relationships. These are all the family. These are all things that I want to think about long-term. And I think Vietnam at the moment offers me a lot of those things. So I'm going to continue to, to, to live here for the, for the foreseeable future. What you're going to hear in a future podcast will explain this a little more. But yeah, like I think sometimes I did think short-term, did want immediate gratification by moving to another country that I felt like I need to live there tomorrow Otherwise, I'm going to miss out. And thinking in those sort of ways just 
isn't always the right way to be. Sometimes you have to go for what you want in life. And I have had that habit for a long time. I want that and I want it now. And I know I can get it and I could get it, but it comes with a cost. And sometimes it's important to remind yourself that just because you want something and just because you can get it and just because you have the will to do it doesn't mean you have to get it straight away if that's not in your best interest. And that's something I've been thinking about more. The last thing is about changing habits. I used to socialize a lot. Before COVID, I was an extrovert, and I still am an extrovert. But what COVID's kind of done to me, it's kind of made me this guy who just goes to work, goes home, and I've just grown to accept that this is a time in my life where I'm sat in my flat on my own, and that's a massive part of my life, or at least I'm doing activities on my own. And that's fine. I, I enjoy doing things on my own. I can be alone. But that's not how my I like to spend actually most of my time. I like meeting people. I like doing things. I like socializing. That gives me energy. It makes me feel more excited about life. And I think I've gained this habit of just accepting that things will not be the way I want them to be in that regard anymore. When in reality, the restrictions of COVID in my life are over and I can do things in my life again that will make me more happy but what I've realized is is I will only get those things if I proactively seek them I'm waiting for those things to come back to me because they left me it felt like they left my life I had this life that naturally at that point was very extroverted and then it was taken from me that's how it felt and then I've been waiting for that life to be given back to me but it's never going to be given back to me I have to build it again and that's what I've realized and that means changing habits And I've only really just started to do that, to be honest. But I am starting to proactively seek it. Slowly but surely, I want to build a new life, a new routine, a new network of friends in Vietnam. Not necessarily new, but at least become somebody who is naturally doing those things more and putting myself out there. And I know that if if I do that for the next three months, for example, I'm going to be like way better off. And that's why looking forward to the three things I want to improve on in the next three months. Looking forward now, we've looked back, time to look forward, right? The first thing is reach out to people more. Proactively seek things to do. Don't just assume that you have to go home and sit in your flat because everyone else is busy and no one's going to want to hang out. If you are just somebody by default who does those things, you're going to assume that's the only option you have. But that is not the only option I have. I can do things to change that and to live a life of more things going on essentially which is what I want that's what I want to pursue the next thing is when I was actually planning to leave Vietnam in December I kind of just gave up on learning more Vietnamese and now that I'm planning to stay longer I do want to study more Vietnamese again obviously uh, I'm very busy at work right now with the podcast so I, I have been starting to dabble with Vietnamese again however when I leave my second job I'm going to have a lot more time in my week so I know then I'm definitely going to be fully committing to Vietnamese a lot more however even then like you know I have been studying more again and I do want to get to a much higher level than where I'm at you know I can do very very survival Vietnamese stuff but beyond that and even then the accent I can hear how bad my accent is I can hear how far away I am from where I need to be so yeah that's something I definitely want to improve on in the next three months (laughs) I'm planning to get a teacher uh there's somebody who's been recommended to me so I'm going to reach out to her soon actually the final thing I want to improve on is this this podcast there are some things that I have in mind two or three things in particular that I think will really just take this podcast to the next level and I'm going to let him out right now actually the first thing is I'm going to become a video podcast that's going to happen relatively soon 
The second thing is I want to create like a nice intro and outro music situation. The third thing is I want to become a lot better at getting straight into the content. When you see a title, you click on the podcast, it's there. The the content that you're expecting when you click on that title is going to be there. The fourth thing is as well, I'm also trying to get better at writing titles and just generally like becoming a more wholesome podcast creator. Because obviously there's making the podcast, there's this right now, what I'm doing, I'm talking. That is a massive part of the podcast. However, actually, you know, let's say I've spent about half an hour to 45 minutes now recording this podcast. There's so much more to this making this. You know, when I'm making a solo podcast, I'm writing notes, I'm researching, I'm reflecting. And normally those notes are done over three or four sessions. And then there's writing titles. I normally make about 10 titles per podcast now. This is only a new habit I've just picked up. But then I pick the best title from those 10 titles. You know, and when I add video to all of this, it's going to even become even more work per podcast episode, which is why, again, I've been kind of delaying the video side until I reach a point where like, I've left my second job. But also, I think the other thing is just getting better at making the process, improving the process of making podcasts, making it more streamlined, making myself more efficient and getting better at these things will naturally make me make the content better and also make my ability to make podcasts quicker, which is important too, right? So anyway, guys, you know, at the end of the day, like when I think about what I've improved on in the past three months or what I've won at and then the things that I found difficult and the things that I want to improve on, they're all somewhat interlinked, right? And they're all touching each other in different ways, so to speak. However, I think no matter what, like, you know, these past three months have been a success for me. And I'm extremely optimistic about the next three months, to be honest with you. I really feel like I'm improving in life. There are things that I still struggle with and there's things that, like, I wouldn't say I'm totally 100% with, but in life, I feel like I'm pushing myself. I feel like I'm going after uncomfortable things and pushing myself into to discomfort. And then any time in my life when I've done that, I have found amazing results. So yeah, I feel like I'm in a positive place right now. And doing this, I want it for me, helps me to continue. This is what I hope will help me continue to move in a trajectory of positivity and into an even better place. If you would like to do this, you know, if you go on my website, you'll find this in the written form and you can see the questions that were asked. I'll also leave a link to the original newsletter where I got this inspiration from. So you don't don't even have to subscribe. You can just go to my website, click on the latest newsletter at the time of the week of this. I'll leave the link in the description. And what you'll be able to do is see those questions, make your own. You know, I'd recommend that actually. Make your own ideas. You don't have to make your own newsletter. Just make your own ideas of what have you done well in the past three months? What would you? What are your biggest challenges and what do you want to improve on in the next three months? It has been really helpful for me and I think it'd be really helpful for you too, most likely if you've not done those sort of things before. So yeah, and share it with me if you want or don't if you don't want to, but I'd be really interested to hear how you think about how things have been going in your life. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope this was, you know, for me, this was very useful, if nothing else. And I think for other people, they hear this. Maybe there's things that give them some food for thought. And if very, at the very least, you could even do it yourself.